Hey pals, and welcome to 2024 here at We Read It One Night. We're kicking off this year with an absolute banger with listener suggestion, Devil in Winter by Elisa Kleypas. This is the third book in the iconic Wallflower series, and it features top 10 all-time great historical romance hero Sebastian St. Vincent, aka a super hot absolute drama queen. Listen to this man be brought to his knees both literally and figuratively by Evie Jenner, a gal who just wants Sebastian to be cool for like two seconds. Help us kick off this year right with a rating and review while you're listening and support the podcast through the Etsy and patron links in the description. Welcome back. It's going to be a great year. Enjoy the show. I made my Taylor Swift clockwork. Wow, the one with the albums. Mm-hmm. Wait, it didn't work this whole time. We only just recently. Callie put it up when it, over like Thanksgiving. Didn't and then we get I you put that a battery for your birthday? Yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna drill it. I had to drill it. Like we didn't have a drill until recently. It doesn't chime though. No, it doesn't. It's just really sad. I was hoping it would. It's kind of hard to read from far away. I was making banana bread. Because mm. Steph and mom keep buying bananas and then not eating oh, freeze them. Freeze some, freeze some for me. Like split them in half. Well, I've already them. eaten them. I've already made them. They've all. They've already all been used in the oh. banana bread, which may or may not be slightly raw in the middle. But I, mm. it's too late now, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it tastes fine. So, mm-hmm. you know how the recipes are always like, do the dry ingredients and then do the wet ingredients one at a time, and then do the dry ingredients and put it at like. Yeah, I, I don't to use a lot of bolt. No, I, I this time I did that the first time, and this time I just plopped everything in once. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's what I always do. Yeah, why not? No, and like that's what I saw a TikTok that was like, I wish recipes had like re- the reason why you do things, and like that would be so nice. Because yeah, nine times out of ten, like ignoring instructions like that is like fine, but then like sometimes it randomly like does yeah. really matter, and I wish they would like tell you. Which ones actually matter? Yeah. Or like why, what the point is. So you can like judge for yourself. Yeah. I do judge for myself. My judgment is usually like, fuck that. I'm not doing this like (laughs) unnecessary thing that I can't immediately see the reason for. But (laughs) so, um, as I predicted in, uh, okay, wait, welcome listener. We're doing Devil in Winter by Lisa (laughs) Claypaws, which is the third Wallflowers book technically a listener suggestion because someone asked to do the wallflowers but no one singled this out it is uh the well-known the most famous of the wallflowers the most famous of lisa claypaw's books and one Mm. of the all-time considered to be one of the all-time great historical romances and sebastian st vincent is uh on everyone's top favorite hero list and i do have to confess as i suspected when we did it happened when autumn um, my feelings toward this book have completely reversed. <laughs> my stand, apparently I have now read enough toxic men in romance novels <laughs> that Sebastian St. <laughs> Vincent doesn't seem so bad anymore. <laughs> it's happened. Now I'm like, oh, he's just a cute little sensitive boy. Oh my God. I know. There are so many things that I was like, I could, rem- in this book that I could, like, I could, re- I remembered being like, or just in general, I remember like complaining about in books that I was like, right, this is like no longer, I would never even like think to question this. Like <laughs> my standards <laughs> have been altered. 
Also, I know what everyone will be dying to hear since we've complained about it on the first two Wallflowers books. Has this book been edited? Because I don't have a physical copy of this book. I tried to go to our used bookstore and find one. They had many Lisa Claypasses, but they did not have this book, which makes sense because I feel like it's usually the like least, the less popular ones that ends up in used bookstores because those are the ones that people like give away. Discard, yeah. But unfortunately, I did not find a copy and I couldn't trust if I went to my local Barnes & Noble because I was like, if that it's edited, the edited, they'll probably one. have the new one. Can we but- just Google it? I tried Googling it. I couldn't find anything. I did find a Reddit thread that was like, I don't think it is. And I, my conclusion I have come to say is I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. Based on two things. One, at the end, we don't have the note that it says this has been edited, which we did have for it happened or Secrets of a Summer Night and it happened one summer. Mm-hmm. Also, this hasn't been edited. Also, I did some like, I have like a, digital version of the og book and i like occasionally did some cross-referencing and it didn't seem like anything was missing but it has been this hasn't been like a bridge the way the other two were but it has been edited because i'm in terms of specifically in the case of there is a roma a romani character oh yeah 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 yeah. and they changed the character saying to they say Romani or Roma instead of the the G slur. Um, except for once. There's one point <laughs> in which they're like, he's Roma. And then in the next sentence, they use that, they still use that word. So I was like, did you guys just miss it? Or like, and that makes sense because these audiobooks are all new. Like Mary Jane Wells does these audiobooks and they re-recorded it with her. She wasn't the original narrator for the series. Oh, really? Wow, that's cool. So all these audiobooks are new, which is why they've done it all with the abridged mm. version that's rude okay this the beginning book. of this book lisa claypas answers our question from the last book about why Sim- sebastian didn't just kidnap one of the other heiresses <laughs> and the answer is sebastian was like that would have been a really smart idea why didn't i think of that <laughs> <laughs> well it's because he like kind of he wasn't gonna kidnap her until it was like presented to him so he would have had to like already be on the kidnapping train because of Lillian and then been like, but no, I'm not going to kidnap Lillian. I'm going to switch. I'm going to return Lillian and then go kidnap because he couldn't just like not take Lillian at that point. Yeah. Because they were saying she was going to get thrown under a bridge. So she would have had to like take her, return her and then yeah. kidnap another person. But even before that, he's like, he's like, why didn't I go after Evie from the beginning? Like she would have been a lot easier than <laughs> Well, yeah, but he didn't know that in the beginning, I guess. Yeah, like no, very he beginning. didn't. He would have had to like just totally start over, which yeah. is like fine, but it yeah, would have been no. like. But like it's literally yeah. the first paragraph of the book, he's like, God damn it. <laughs> I could have avoided so much shit. Yeah. I've had to go to Scotland twice now. I could have <laughs> just done it once. <laughs> That's so true. Well, they didn't quite make it to Scotland, right? I know, but it's still like a day of hard riding, like still miserable, uh-huh. still horrible. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So as you might have surmised, Evie convinces St. Vincent to marry her so that she can get away from her like awful family. And she's like, we have to do it right away to like go to Scotland. Because Lil, because her family was going to kill her once they got her money. Yeah, she thinks they're going like, to kill that's her. That's yeah. so dark. <laughs> I know. 
Like, yeah, they want her to marry her cousins and they'll get the money. And then like, yeah, she thinks they're going to get rid of her. Um, And I like the involuntary reaction trope when he's like, when they first meet and he's like, and I'm just like sitting in my chair, but for some reason, my fingers are vaguely digging into the chair and the hair <laughs> on my arms is standing up. <laughs> it's like, this is so weird. He has many instances throughout this book of is it horniness or is it hospital? Is it love or is it some sort of illness? No. And he's like, what is this weird, Feeling weird loathing. feeling in my chest? I must need a doctor. I must be having <laughs> chest pain. <laughs> just throughout the whole book he's constantly like that's so weird why do i feel like stomach i suppose my stomach could not so i must be nauseous yeah i also just feel like though why couldn't evie she really couldn't just wait like two weeks to get her inheritance i guess that i guess that's why she made the other motivating factor be like getting to her dad to like quote unquote nurse him on his sick bed which is conveniently only two days long well she's been wanting to get to her she's been trying to get to her dad for a while <laughs> she's not yeah. just doing that to inherit yeah but if she was just well if she was just trying to not be killed like you know what i mean she could have like waited it out and just like got the money and then they couldn't do anything right or like would they still have control they still could her. have kidnapped her like she would like hired guards or something yeah that's true we get this like rhyming description of saint vincent which i thought was funny she's like wintry blue eyes a mouth made for kisses and lies look like a fallen angel Replete with all the dangerous male beauty. I fucking hate anything with the word male. Lucifer could devise. The number of times we got male in this book. <laughs> I know. All her books. Like the whole series. Oh, like, why? It was, it's, why it was like Lisa? particularly bad in this one. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But Evie's like, listen, I we should get married because you need money and I need to escape my relatives. But like, I just need to confirm, like, would you have raped Lillian? Mm. And he's She's like, like that's where I draw the line. Kidnap, kidnap, drugging, assault. Well, like multiple times, she's like, "Well, you know, he probably wouldn't have kidnapped her if he'd realized like how much Westcliff was actually in love with her." And it's like, right? Why is that your standard? Like, why does it not matter that like Lillian didn't want to be kidnapped? And then later on, she's like, and you know, Lillian is like the least by least favorite of my friends. And it's like, okay, is that why you don't care <laughs> that much about like? Hey, you like, were that's fighting really for Sebastian last yeah, it's really. Book. You were, it's like, like, defending really, him. I know. It's really bold of Lisa. It would have made more sense for her to be, like, Lillian's the one I'm the most close to. Like, I feel so guilty about this. Like, yeah. whatever, whatever. She feels know. less guilty about it and more afraid her friends are going to cut her off. Like, that's her number one fear. That they're going to well, stop being her friends. Right. As opposed to, like, oh, my God, I've done a horrible thing you know well sure she's like i had no choice but like she's yeah she's like they're gonna be mad because i like recognize this is a betrayal of some sort of some kind you know but right before they head off she is she does make one condition she's like listen we're gonna get we're gonna regret and agree and we're gonna get married and then we're gonna obviously consummate immediately because that's important romance book yeah. we're gonna fuck once no mm-hmm. that is a real thing if the yeah, marriage is a consummate <laughs> yeah um, we're going to fuck once and then we're never going to fuck again. And then you can do like whatever the fuck we want. And St. Vincent is like, I would never be so bourgeois as to lust after my own wife. It implies <laughs> that one hasn't the means to keep a mistress. Yeah. A and line. first of all, this the lines that this man just casually throws out. Yeah, are he insane. does have a lot of a lot. He of has lines. a lot of zingers. Yeah, that's, that was a great job, Lisa. But this particular line, I could have sworn this was an Oscar Wilde quote. 
I heard that line and I was like, oh, it's from The Importance of Being Earnest, I think. But I looked up the script of Importance of Being Earnest and this line does not exist in it. Did you look it up the quote itself? Yes. And all that popped up was this book. Wow. That's really good. Damn, Lisa. This is, yeah. It really, because I definitely heard that in other places. I swear. I mean, I don't think it's like a novel sentence. I don't think it's a novel sentence. But like, I even tried to just look up the word like mistress in like Oscar Wilde. And like, it wasn't in the script at all. I've definitely heard it somewhere else. Yeah. I was like, I'm sure. I was like, Lisa, is that an Oscar Wilde reference? Like, I was willing to just give her props for the Oscar Wilde reference. No. But like, this seems, this is her line. Is it her line? Isn't it? Isn't the actual thing? It's usually like only the middle class. I would never be so middle class. I know, but like, yeah, yeah. Lisa's really coming through with the zingers in I this book. And I mean, listen, heard, we knew yeah. we should have expected it after he called the United States the colonies. <laughs> last <laughs> book, like that was just a little teaser. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't Oscar Wilde reference have made sense chronologically in this book? They wouldn't. He was no. after the. Okay, that's what I thought. He was after this book takes place. Obviously, this right. book was written that's after. That's what I Oscar thought. Wilde. Okay, you're looking yeah. at that. Yeah. So they're on the way to Scotland, and they're like on this like uh, reckless what ramp? What's the word? Um, rampage pace. Like it's like fucking seventy two hours. And he gets her a heated brick for her feetsies and soup at yeah. every carriage change and packs really her cute. sandwiches. Like they're about to leave, she almost passed out from hunger, and he's like, I'm "Fine, I'll get the like maids to bake you some sandwiches." She's uh, constantly why don't I have to take care passing of you? out from like tiredness and hunger in this book. Like her body, she is not. Yeah, she's not the like fittest of of gals. Well, I don't know. Like keeps being starved by her family. She's like guess, Harry Potter. Yeah. And his, like that's she's true. But Harry's living not in the cupboard. Yeah, she's not the most, which is fine. She's not the most like able. She probably would die in childbirth. <laughs> Just saying. I'm gonna be honest. I can't imagine that. I thought she was. I thought for years when I first read this book, I thought she was plus size because mm. she's described at one point as being like very generous. Like she has like hips as like having like hips mm. and thighs and like having a generous boob and whispered size oh and, Lord. Ugh, all right taylor yeah and i like went to went to the mat over evie being plus sized in like some of the when i was like active in the romance novel facebook groups that i am a part of mm. like i went to the bat i was like evie's fucking plus size and i was like pulling out textual evidence mm-hmm. but after rereading all of Lisa Claypaws's diatribes about how fat and horrible Eustace is, Mm-mm. like, how did I ever think that she would write a plus size hair? Because I remember the point. new version of this book, the new copy of this book has a really thin person on front. Really? And I was mad about it for so long. And now I'm like, like, no. This isn't right. It's a cartoon. Yeah. I was like, she's not a fucking plus size yeah. girl. <laughs> Lisa could never. Lisa would never. What is who is Lisa? Like, have you? Have She's you... a former um, Miss America. I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow, listen and look at her go. Or miss Man, something. Were her talent? Was her talent like writing or something? No, I don't think you can do that. In 1985, she was named Miss Massachusetts and competed in the Miss America uh, pageant yeah, yeah. in Atlantic City. Okay, she yeah, graduated she from, something. from Wellesley. Published her first novel at 21. Wow, they're on their way to Scotland. He is begrudgingly taking care of her. He is also described as a lazy but potentially deadly tiger. This is not the last time he will be described as a tiger. <laughs> <His cat. laughs> 
specifically <laughs> a tiger though i don't know why it's always a tiger hmm. but it is i also i also just want to say this whole montage of them traveling like honestly like even more so than the whole not having rights thing i think that traveling conditions are really what would make me never want to live in historical times. Yeah, you, we just never travel. Like, truly insane. Like, horrible. Freezing carriage. Yeah, why couldn't they at least, like, get better at insulation? Like, I feel like that feels more fixable. I don't know, man. You could, but the carriage would be heavier, and so it would, like, mm-hmm. take longer. Blankies, yeah. They go get married. The fucking, like, blacksmith marries them in Scotland, because apparently that was a thing. And Evie's like, all these Scottish people have been so nice. Like, their reputation for being dour and serious, like, doesn't seem to fit, which is, like, so funny. Like, did Scottish people really have a reputation for being, like, boring and serious? Like, that seems so, like, not with the English. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I feel like I, the English were, like, fuck the Scottish being serious and also, like, being serious and dour is, like, a like a moral virtue. Yeah. I feel like they're, they're <laughs> Why, conflating, they like, the- I feel like they're conflating the weather with <laughs> with the people right yeah that fits yeah but is it any worse in scotland and england like at least they have snow and then the scott the blacksmith like makes them a ring which of course he's like a metal worker well wait i guess he is a blacksmith never mind no, he's that like makes total ups- sense no yeah he's a literal yeah, he upsells them a ring and that becomes like the object like you were saying of this like yeah. of this book and it says my love is upon ye but yeah in gaelic and i don't remember the gaelic uh, <laughs> nor could i pronounce it properly yeah but he the backsmith is also like here here she needs some flowers and oh my my daughters will now sing you a song <laughs> just keeps upselling them and then of course like a shilling for the or a, a, whatever a sterling for the witnesses like his, yeah which i love that yeah. it's here he's here for the girls but yeah. it's one of the girls <laughs> yeah and when he finds out that like their marriage isn't like a love match or whatever he's like trying to fix that <laughs> yeah he's like yeah. i don't like you <laughs> i don't like person. what you say <laughs> but they do the hand fasting and i really like hand fasting in general i really like the idea of it i think it's really cute um but then he's like you can't untie the string until you consummate the marriage mm. and saint vincent is like that's stupid and i really every time i think that eve is going to convince him not to untie the string but then Every time he does, he unties the string, and it makes me un- irrationally sad Aww. that they untie the string. supposed to keep it on, like, while they're fucking. Like, yeah. Right. Evidently. At least in this world. I don't think they okay. do that in Outlander. <laughs> like, in the real world. Okay. And, like, in I mean, in uh, Outlander is not actually the real world either, <laughs> so I don't really know. <laughs> But they don't actually, they don't fucking like consummate. Yeah, that would have been so, that would have actually, no, it makes total sense that he unties it. Cause like they don't even like, they don't, they go to sleep. Like, so what? They're going to like stay tied up. Listen, Rachel, I know like physically, logistically wouldn't make sense, but it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be so awful. Imagine you're so, so, so tired. Like you literally haven't slept in like 48 hours. And then you have to be tied to another person. Like, that's hostage-level shit. <laughs> well, he's already done it once. <laughs> oh, God. Listen. He's like, not so again. True. Not yeah. again. He's not making that mistake again. Yeah. He, like, washes her hair and her- brushes her teeth at her hair. Yeah. He's always taking care of her. The exhaustion angle is honestly, like, 
what's the word? Um, tragically underused, irresponsibly underused in romance books as like <laughs> a way to get strangers comfortable with each other, like quick, you know? Yeah. Well, it's because you can't really do it. It's harder to do outside of historicals because you just don't have that grueling 48 hour race to Scotland anymore. Yeah, I mean, you now you just like, like a, drive you could two hours. So easily have like a grueling 48 hour like deposition prep or like I don't know like I'm just thinking of like some kind of like like a job related you know it's so like there's so many ways to make people tired like I don't know they could like they could have to put up the entire Christmas light display in one night or something (laughs) (laughs) or the town bakery will go to (laughs) right we'll 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 go to hell yeah yeah (laughs) sold to the dogs okay but then, yeah, she's still sleeping and she's having a dream about the well, the wishing well. The spirit in the wishing well is like kissing her. And then it turns out that St. Vincent is actually the spirit of the wishing well. And she wakes up and he's like undressing her and kissing her. And like, I know that consent is a problem in this scene. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and here we have the first or maybe not the first. There would be other things. I know like Mary J. Bly or whatever is like the hot new thing in the audiobook Mary world. Jane Wells. Mary Wells. Jane Wells. Mary right, J. Blige right. is a right. <laughs> Listen. But she pronounces some things so like she pronounces areola oreoli. <laughs> There's like a bunch of things like that randomly. Wait, but before this, when she's actually sleeping, it's like the way it's described, it's like nothing but the sweet, heavy darkness of a soft bed and the quietness of a Scottish village on a cold autumn night. And it's just like, oh, it's what I want. It reminds me of that like Nordic baby napping TikTok, you know, like, the, oh, yeah. Where you just leave your baby outside in the cold. Yeah. But like specifically one that I, I think I sent you recently that was like how you wrap, how you like wrap them up. It just looks so cozy wozy. And so, yeah, they the consummate the marriage, quote unquote, multiple times because it, apparently the magic of the romance book is that um his what is it called a refractory period what is it called like the time what? that he can't like come again like it goes to zero he can like immediate he's like immediately hard every time oh i, I didn't know there was a word for that i thought it was just like also like, like the ability to spring back <laughs> literally yeah, throughout this book and this is just on lisa because we noticed this in like the previous books too like this is at least this is the second time I wrote it down. I didn't say it earlier, but he like calls her child. Like he's they're constant. He's constantly saying things like, "Oh, you look too young to marry." It adds a piquant note of debauchery to the whole yeah. affair. Like, I, like it's the weird child thing throughout. Like he's always like, "Oh, you look so young when you sleep." Like it yeah. turns me on. Like what the yeah. fuck? Oh, we also get that they she's in. So Evie has a stammer. I don't know whether we ever mentioned that before. Oh but she yeah, she has like a like a speech disability. At one point in the carriage, he's like, "Your stammer is like basically gone." Like. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, like it disappears when I'm like comfortable around people, but it only ever like fully disappears around children. And I'm like, Lisa, I'm not sure exactly what you meant to say with that little detail, but I feel like oh. it doesn't convey whatever. You to oh, say. no, I feel like that. It's just like when she's comfortable and she doesn't feel like she's being judged. I, know, but I didn't only, think that was I wouldn't know that in the same category, but it only disappears around children. Like it Usually. only fully disappears around children. <laughs> well, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't put that in the same category. It's yeah. only like, it's only when St. Vincent does it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. He's, he's just a little boy. He's no, just that a little boy sense. with a tragic like that, backstory. I feel like that makes sense. And that's actually like, I don't know if she did any research on like speech 
speech impediments, but no. like, but I'm pretty sure that is, that is like a realistic, like, I feel like it, yeah. they, people do have an easier time usually when they're not around people, yeah. that they feel, you know, when they're not feeling like judged or whatever. She may have done that, that sort of research, but she definitely didn't, didn't do it in terms of like writing it because I mean, she does what every other author who's trying to write a stutter, like writes it where they're like saying the same letter where it's like letter yeah hi my name is name like which is not actually how most stammers like most stammers are like you're struggling to say the word you're like hi my name you know like it's more like it's not so much the like one sound or one letter over and over i'm trying to remember i'm thinking of like one person in particular and i think yeah, I don't, I don't know for sure. I feel like I'm it, just thinking of the one person that I've met that was, had like a significant stammer was like it wasn't like it was like it was not being able like to shook. get the word. Right. That's also I think like, I'm pretty sure I read something about it. Like, I don't know. I don't think it was specifically about this book, but like whatever book about like having a stammer, like a character mm-hmm. had a stammer. Yeah. Well, that tracks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how well, okay, I guess in her defense, how would you write the like choking on the word? No, version? I know. I know. Like, how would you write like, that? I on think page? that's why so many people don't maybe that's, do that. Maybe so maybe like everyone recognizes that it's not right, but like that's how someone came out up came up with a way to like write. You know what I mean? Like maybe Yeah. I'm trying to think of like times I've seen it like represented in like movies and shows, and I can't think of like like I wonder I really if like think that's... of the king's speech. Like you know what I mean? Maybe it's almost like like stage shorthand or whatever like if, if they were putting on a play of this book like you know would <laughs> she still have said like do the little or is it just like a way to write it? like maybe it's on mary j wells or whatever mary jane wells to like and she i don't know i don't cue. know because you know what i'm thinking i'm thinking of bridgerton um season one because simon had a childhood stammer mm, right and yeah, that kid is example. definitely just like my n- 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 name it, i mean granted that child is also like an eight years old and a horrible actor but right. like, but like clearly it was written that way yeah well yeah yeah i'm sure it was written that way i just wonder what they like told him to do yeah yeah, yeah. clearly that's how they told him to speak we also get St. vincent's tragic backstory don't forget that which is not leaned into as hard it's really not in- yeah because it's really not that like fixable i guess like there's nothing to like so like basically his dad is his only surviving family member and his dad is just like a total spendthrift who's like super full of himself and like thinks that like can't just not in a really can't like, like can't fathom without that, like servants. yeah that like anyway and i what I, a fun fact i learned is that the older the earldom the less likely the older son is to be a marquis because the practice of adding a bunch of lesser titles to an earldom is a relatively modern practice which is a really bold choice like I'm really surprised they got away with that and that like all the like original earls weren't like up in arms. They were like, where's my, where's my Mark with some? <laughs> well, Earl is, you know, below like when they were making Mark, those Mark, Marquis. Earl is what? No, but where's like my son's Marquis, you know, like when they started doing sure. that, I'm surprised the older people weren't like, okay, okay, that's fine. But give it to me. No, or but the like, older people you. were probably just like, haha, I'm older. You're the sad little boy. Yeah. But still like, what's the point of like adding? I, listen rachel what's the point of the british aristocracy yeah whatever <laughs> what's yeah, the point listen. of doing any of that yeah so all of his basically his mom died in childbirth when he was like three and then like all of his sisters but he one four older sisters from like typhoid or something Scarlet and then the it doesn't matter they're all dead like who cares how they died they died died yeah. in childbirth no but it was just like one right after the other. uh-huh 
But no, what I was going to say about that is like, I like that we're not constantly beat over the head with the fact that like his family died and that's why he's like so afraid to love or whatever. Cause like all the women in his life died tragically. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. we get this and then that sets up his character and then you don't need it. And I feel like a lot of times authors make the mistake of like continuously reminding us of that. Yeah. But yeah, they finish having sex and St. Vincent has this moment afterward. He's like, do I have feelings after sex? <laughs> or is it just happened? a heart palpitation? <laughs> <laughs> or is it just gas? <laughs> but then he's about to like start fucking her again and he kisses her but then her like stomach growls because she hasn't eaten in 48, 48 mm-hmm. hours since the sandwiches or whatever but I like the way it's described is like he kissed her and, like and then there was like a faint growl and I didn't like my first thought was not oh she's hungry my first thought was like I don't remember them having a dog like oh or like why is thought there was gonna be like yeah, a, in, like-, a, a like rambunctious scampy like stray in the corner of their room and they're gonna take it that would have been a good addition to the carriage honestly like more body the more body heat the better yeah this this cat i would definitely bring this cat with me to scotland he's a very warm little guy yeah good foot warmer Mm -hmm. he doesn't like to lay on my feet though because they're usually so cold yeah i know your feet are horrible rachel (laughs) your feet are torture devices just horrendous accept your lot just accept your job rachel i swear to god one day you're gonna give me frostbite i think my ringworm was getting more powerful for a hot second because apparently antibiotics can make it not work like it was going away like slowly but surely it was getting more and more vain and then it started getting redder again and i was like fuck and i like googled it (laughs) well you know everyone gets it once in their lives you apparently more than most. You have ringworm by proxy. I only this is the first time I've ever had ringworm. It's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, but it's coming back. You know it's basically really round two. You're the one who told me this. And it makes sense based on the bottle. But ringworm, athlete's foot, and jock itch. I and also that. ringworm of the head are all the I same told thing. You this. Yeah, but what's interesting is that so and and that should have I, I should have realized that because the, the bottle, like the antifungal cream, it says like instructions for all of those. Like you can use that on all of them. So it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. But it's different times. Like ringworm that i have which is just like on my calf that you're you have to do for like fucking four weeks but like athlete's foot and jock itch are all only like two weeks for some reason like i wonder yeah. why they go away quicker i don't know as long as it doesn't spread to my head okay so just don't do the that uh the night stretch where you touch your yeah but your that's head not, that's to like your a, leg yeah, i have been doing it it's my calf though it's not my foot i don't have athletes right right thing, i'm really. just saying you're putting your head dangerously close to the ringworm on your leg <laughs> you're <laughs> just asking for trouble anymore. at this I don't point know. yeah it's really it shouldn't be but now it's come back stronger than ever well it's not itchy i don't know maybe it's in my head maybe it's supposed to get red before it finally goes away <laughs> okay okay <laughs> it's the Ma'am. death rose of the ringworm okay um so evie just really wants to get back and like help her dad through con- consumption, tuberculosis, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Which, how contagious is that, it's like, really? It's so contagious. Anyway, is it? We'll unclear. get to that. We'll get to that. In the bell jar, she goes to visit What's-His-Face with consumption also. Well, maybe people... I've never read the bell jar. You're constantly referencing the bell jar during these episodes, and I every time I'm like, I've never read the bell jar. <laughs> but you should. Okay. We have an Edward Cullen moment while they're still in the inn. Like the maids come in to bring them breakfast and like mm-hmm. a bath. 
And then they're like, he, 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 he's so hot. And Evie's like, wow, he doesn't even, he doesn't even notice them. Like, <laughs> wow, I didn't catch that. I thought, yeah, okay. Cause I read it as like, oh, he's so full of himself. Not cause like he's so obsessed with her. <laughs> it's just, well, Evie interprets it as like, oh, he must be so used to like being fond over. But I'm mm-hmm. like, no, it's definitely because he just I had feelings just for the first time in his life. Wow. Yeah. I didn't catch. Yeah. Good one. But then she officially is like, we're not sleeping together again. And he's like, oh, man. When he calls her a bitch, which is bold, it is in the context of like a greater convoluted dog analogy that they've yeah. been cultivating. Anyway. Yeah. Anti-cat scale. But yeah, so they're on their way back. And apparently St. Vincent, I do appreciate, however unrealistically, that she at least addressed this. He like is STD free, oh, yes. because, clean because he yes. uses like whatever fucking condom. condoms lambskin shit made out of sheepskin and that they go right to the club yeah i will say wait sorry just the about the regis condoms like yeah he doesn't have sti's but it's also it's something they discuss a little bit later on but like basically it's also that's also the reason he doesn't have allegedly any illegitimate children despite the fact that like he's fucking all these people and then lisa in her most recent book the devil in disguise it's part of the same series as um marrying winterborn the hero of that book spoiler alert is saint vincent's bastard child from before he and evie got married she like retconned in a bastard child so i was like so he should have the sif like if you're telling me he was using french letters Mm mm-hmm like he should also have STIs. You can't tell me he got someone pregnant and he doesn't have any STIs. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, usually there's no like recognition of it, but it's just like, oh, but also they just have zero. Don't worry, it's STDs. okay. Yeah, no, I know, but like she retconned it. Like everyone, I was so mad about that. I was like, uh, first of all, that book was just horrible to begin with, but like also the fact that she was like, yes, Saint Vincent has a bastard child, and he has a line in that book. Where he's like talking to the son that he didn't know he had until like now. And he's like, if I had known about you, like I would have loved you. And I'm like, bullshit. St. <laughs> Vincent at the beginning of this book would not have given a single flying fuck about a son. <laughs> this is a random illegitimate child that pops up only in that book. Naturally. And marries uh, Lillian and Westcliff's daughter. Okay. Just trying to figure out if there's any like incest there, but I guess not. Technically not. Yeah. No. So they show up to the club and we meet Cam, who like and the more I was I read this, I was like, he definitely should have been Daisy's love interest. Like because yeah. I don't even remember Daisy's love interest, but like that speaks enough. Like I he must be fucking lame, you know, right? Yeah. 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 No, because Cam is like so fucking cool. Right. Like he's so cool. Like yeah. just with a capital C. He's right. such a cool I wonder dude. why does he even get a story? He does. He actually gets his own series, basically. Oh, he becomes like you know how this that? series kind of hinges around Westcliff. Like it all takes place at his house, or like he's saying like kind that, of but I don't really agree. Well, he's like the one that appears like in every book and like has a role in every book. That's true. Cam is like that in the next series. Like he's the first book, and he marries like the oldest sister of like a this family who's like the parentified older sister and then mm-hmm. he like he's everyone's fun mm-hmm. older brother who gives them sage advice 
Okay, so she basically was like, fuck Daisy, I want to save Cam for like greater things. Yeah, well, her excuse was like, oh, they're too similar. And she doesn't like having couples that are like similar, which I was like, Lillian and Westcliff? Right. I (laughs) thought that was like, that's really silly. Okay, I get it though. She just wanted to like save him. She was like, he is good. Yeah. He's too good. She's like, he's actually awesome. And yeah, good character. He has Daisy. like a diamond stud. He's like Romany. Like, I don't understand greed. You can't wear more than one suit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's got a cool tattoo of a puka. Yeah, what is that again? Yeah. <laughs> That's the same thing. What book was it that was mentioned a puka? Was it the was it Akatar? Where it was like mm. there was a puka, and I was like, yes, "It's such a Akatar, funny name," and puka. you were like, "It's not a funny name." And it's like it's like a mean. They're mean, mean, aren't they? Mean, mean, and they're like mean, mean horses. Yeah, they're like mean, mean, like Gaelic, like devil. I mean, a- cryptids, okay. and they like rip you apart and stuff. The puka in yeah. Akatar. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. interesting. So, and Evie at this point thinks that Cam is her brother, which, like, I feel like they still could have leaded to. Like, there was no reason not to lean into that. It could have, well, both things could have been true. It's because you find, okay, I don't want to spoil too much, but you oh. find out Cam's true parentage in the next series. <laughs> and oh. it's like a significant plot point mm-hmm. in one of the okay. books That's of that dope. series. Anyway, but St. Vincent is like still jealous of Cam, even though Evie is like, it's just my brother. But like, obviously, like, I would be jealous of Cam too. You know what I mean? Like, even if she was like, no, 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 we're just friends. Like, he's like my brother. No, no, no. She literally thinks he's her half-brother. Right, right, right. But, like, even, like, you come up, like, Sebastian's like, this guy is so much cooler than anyone here. I would feel threatened. Yeah, but he's jealous because he he thinks Evie's into him. It's not just, like, general jealousy. Anyway. Yeah. But, like, Um, come on. Yeah. Cam, Cam Rohan. So then Evie like goes and visits her dad and like cleans him up, and Sebastian helps give him a shave, which is nice. And it's then he like really gives Evie cute. a massage. It is really cute. Yeah, but he helps him shave. Like he's like this man that I don't care about. And then right after doing that, like being right, all, right up close, what in his face? Wait, I'm sorry. Just more about Ivo Jenner. This man is a redhead, and he is described That's as having streaks of silver hair in his red. That's not what happens. Redheads do not get streaks of gray. <laughs> Is it I've impossible, said it before. Though? I'll no, no. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Redheads do not get streaks of gray. Redheads just get light, like turn strawberry blonde, and then eventually white. I know that's what most people happens to most people. It's still possible, right? No, like, I look. No, it's not. I've why? looked it up. I've oh, looked really? it up. <laughs> I wonder it's not why. <laughs> Why? But authors are always doing this. That really sucks. Wow. Now I'm kind of glad I'm not. A, I always wanted to be a redhead. No, I would love to. I don't know. Well, yeah, but you're you're right that most like redheads, you lose your color a lot younger usually. Like you're that's Yeah, true. but then you become like a strawberry blonde, like Nicole Kidman. You know what I mean? Like she has like, she still has like colored hair. Mm, I'm pretty sure Nicole Kidman dyes her hair, Allison. Her, she just has blonde hair. What? Nicole Kidman used to be a redhead. Sure, but like now her hair is dyed, whatever it color it is. Like you just like have like faded like gray hair pretty young, usually, I think. You don't have gray hair, you have white. It turns whatever. strawberry blonde and then it turns white. You don't go gray if you have red hair. That doesn't well, make sense. Whatever. Okay. It does it could make sense. Why couldn't it make sense? Because you don't have that like tone in your hair. It depends how like dark your hair whatever. Okay. 
moving on. Um, so yeah, he gives her a massage, which is really cute. And then he tries to convince Evie that tuberculosis is contagious, tuberculosis otherwise known as consumption. And he's like, yeah, there's these like new doctors saying that there's tiny little creatures that jump from one the sick person's lungs to the healthy person's lungs and make them sick. And she's like, that's ridiculous. But like, <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, even before germ theory of disease, right? Like, I can understand not knowing about bacteria, but. Did people never notice that, like, people who spend more time – like, this just doesn't seem realistic. People spend more time with, like, tuberculosis patients who are more likely to get tuberculosis. Like, the human brain, I feel like, is made to, like, over-recognize patterns, not, like, miss – you know what I mean? I don't know, Rachel. This still is taking place in the era in which they're bloodletting people. So, like, I feel like you're giving people way too much credit. (laughs) But I just, like, don't understand. Like, how would you not pick up on that? Or, like, is it not actually that contagious, you know? No, because she was talking. I can buy that, too. I don't know. She was talking what? She's talking about how they think it's, like, it's just from, like, your weak constitution. Like, some people are more predisposed to Like, a a natural predisposition, and then you, like, guess or whatever. So, like, yeah, I guess families, which, like, would be the people around you, could be, like, predisposed. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. Sebastian also has a thought. He's like, my number one loyalty is to myself and myself always. But he's like, but Evie and her dad are two and three. They're just really far down, like, past (laughs) one, two and three. And I was like, Mm -hmm. at least they make the list. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, wow. So (laughs) pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Sebastian decides to start, like, doing the club. He's like, I should try working in you know, just once, just to try it out. Yeah, because in, in like a, a chapter before that, he was like, fuck working and never working, which like, sure, respect. But he fires the <laughs> like club manager guy who was like cheating the books and he's like, yeah, I'll take over. And he knows the club, the club manager has been cheating the book. The club manager is also like an alcoholic, but he knows that he's been stealing from the club because he's like, look at the books. This is the same thing that I did when I was a teenager <laughs> and when I wanted my dad to give me a bigger allowance. Like it's textbook. <laughs> Well, we really, uh, yeah, just like I know, reporting expenses. Like, he's like, dude, look, we use the same method. <laughs> <laughs> then he's like wringing his hands when she won't listen to him about the tuberculosis thing. And she like flinches because she thinks he's going to hit her. And he, like, he's like, oh, my God, like, who hurt you? Like the classic, like, it's her uncles. Like, that's the. Like, oh, yeah. He is so he's like ready. Alert. He's ready to fuck that's someone up. And then that's he's like. He's like, uh, Evie, you got to wear a mask if you're going to go in with your dad. Yeah, <laughs> like, which is like St. Vincent, a man ahead of his time. For St. Sure. Vincent would have been on the news every day. Like, everyone wear your mask during COVID. Uh-huh. So then Ivo Jenner dies, like, super peacefully, which is not accurate, I don't think, for, but whatever, lung disease. And his last wish is to, like, give money to Bullard, who's, like, another oh, yeah, Joss- man who- their dude Bullard. who works in the club he's cam's age he's like cam's grew, grew up with him they're all like about evie's age and joss is actually evie's half brother yeah and say vincent like doesn't want to honor that but if it's like in the will like whatever i doubt yeah. he has a will frankly i think that's why he's told well, cam it's, on his it's like bed. said that it's in the will but whatever anyway yeah and yeah so he filed that away not that it ends up mattering, but um, <laughs> it's just a fun little clay pot set. Yeah. So then he gets her morning clothes and they're supposed to be and he but he gets her like nicer material ones, like not like yes. the itchy, scratchy crepe, sensory consideration king. Like <laughs> he's like no wife of mine 
will commit a fashion crime while mourning. <laughs> like, I don't care what's happening. <laughs> you can wear black, <laughs> but you're going to wear nice black. <laughs> yeah. Which like, no, but it's like, you know, he's like, you don't want to be uncomfortable. Like that's. Yeah. Which like, yeah. He's like out here considering her sensory issues, which she probably, yeah. She is, that's not a very weak constitution, as they say. So, like, he's not wrong. That's true. Well, listen, listen, now she's getting three square meals a day. So, like, who knows? She could be getting better. That's true. Like, although she's still breathing London air. So, like, you know, mm. God knows what. <laughs> What's in that juice? Sebastian's going to, like, revamp the club. And he's like, I fired all the sex workers in the club. But I'm going to go make a Which deal with, like, why. the local madame to, like, make a sex Madam, worker yeah. business, a, like, arrangement. Mm-hmm. But like he goes and Evie assumes that he's like gone to sleep with someone else. He's like, oh, well, right, that was gone quick. Really two hours. Yeah. Yeah. And then Joss comes up and he says. Evie, Annabelle is, wants to see you. Like, come greet her. Which I don't know how he even knows about Annabelle. How does he know point. about Annabelle? That's a great point. Maybe the uncles like tell him to say that. I think that's what happens. Oh, right, right, because right. Because right. who it actually is, is Evie's <laughs> evil uncles there to kidnap her. And like the number of times that Evie gets kidnapped, like St. Vincent should have just done it because then maybe she wouldn't have had to <laughs> like been forced to be kidnapped by all these other people. Like, <laughs> yeah, she gets in. They like beat her up a little bit. She's thrown in the carriage with cousin Eustace, who's like, we're going to get married and then I'm going to throw you in a closet and starve you. Mm-hmm. And then who appears? But Sebastian Cam. St. Vincent. And also no. Sebastian. Yeah. Sebastian is the one. Cam is standing in the background, like, giving him pointers, being like, no, no, no trip them. Like, dodge, dodge. Now, now jab. <laughs> like, he's giving commentary on the fight while St. Like, Vincent is beating help. up. Yeah. Well, yeah, but St. Vincent's beating up the uncles. And, but he, they're like, he's like, you can't take her back. Like, we're already married. It's been consummated. Like, it's legal. You can't annul the marriage. And they're like, we have a doctor who's going to like lie and say that like she still, you know, has her hymen or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. like, I, excuse me. Do you understand what that would do to my <laughs> reputation? <laughs> if anyone thought that I hadn't fucked her yet, like, Absolutely not. <laughs> kidnapping. Fi- They're like, we didn't think you'd have a problem with this since like you also are down with the kidnapping biz. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, 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 kidnapping. Fine. <laughs> my reputation. Burning my rep. Yeah. He's like, do you Burning understand reputation. how long I have worked to build this up? It's hard work. <laughs> yeah. And so it turns out that Bullard, Bullard keeps being like, they gave me a shilling. They gave me a shilling to like fucking like you know get evie and that's when cam is like i don't understand why people are greedy like you can't wear more than one suit or ride more than one horse which like yeah absolutely cam cam is great cam is also i just want to say just like a thing that comes out in his book it's not a spoiler but like his whole thing is that he's really good at business so he's really good at like making money but he never wants to he'll just like someone will be like hey want to like invest in my early bicycle prototype and he's like yeah that'll never make money that's funny and then like it turns out you know what I like he keeps like yeah. that's like a, an ongoing trend throughout his entire book series is that like he keeps just like accidentally becoming a millionaire and then like giving it all away and <laughs> becoming a millionaire again. oh yeah but that's but that's why cam would be such a good for daisy too though whatever like yeah because like he could have been like well we don't need that like i don't even care i'm not greedy i don't need your money and you know that the parents don't approve yeah and I, that's then, probably what she was thinking because this book yeah. so heavily sets up daisy and Cam. No, like really i think does. she really started writing the book and then she was like this isn't gonna work out why 
I think it's more I mean, like she wanted to save him, like you're saying. Yeah, maybe. Like and honestly, there's book. this random ass character that appears, Lord have his something, blah, blah, blah. He like the appears in the gambling hell. Yeah, the yeah. old man. He like Is appears. He an Easter egg from something earlier. Mm, you would think. Okay, so we keep getting throughout this book, we get references to Dreaming of You, which is her book. Um, with Derek Craven, one of her like other mm. famous heroes that takes place like 20 years before this. Mm. And Ivo Jenner is like young Ivo Jenner is a character in that series. Like he's just trying to start his gambling hell. And so they're keep they're they're continually like, well, Jenner's will never be as good as Craven's. Like Craven's was like amazing and like and they keep down. referencing it. And then that random old man appears. And I've searched Dreaming of You and I've also like asked in the Facebook groups and this has been like an ongoing discussion like he doesn't appear in any of her other books. <laughs> so like you think that it's like a reference to Craven's because this random old man makes a reference, it's a reference to Derek to yeah. being like Craven's is so great. And I think as I, I was reading this, I th- good at this. Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel like he was somehow supposed to be in Daisy and Cam's story. You know what I mean? Like, because he's so random and he's not because they name him. You know what I mean? Like, they why do. give him a name? Why not just and be like this yeah. old man is like, oh, I remember Cravens in my day. Like, that would just be an Easter egg. But he, they give him a name and like St. Vincent knows who he is, which like makes me think that he was supposed to like have a role. And then he just like got kicked to the curb. Right. Well, and it doesn't quite make sense because he's like. Like the specific references, he's like, I've only ever seen one other person who's like this much a natural at running a club. Like, Derek he's like my my dad. Yeah. And he's like, No, not your dad, someone else. And doesn't name him. But like Cravens is named specifically after him <laughs> earlier on. Yes. I mean, like, they have no problem like name dropping Cravens then. Like, there's no, it's not like some yes. mysterious. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a mysterious... That's what makes me think, like, he was supposed to have some other purpose. Right. Yeah, I agree. He is, like, this rando guy. Yeah, that's really bold of her to switch that up. I just feel like she could have... She could have done both things. Like, poor Kate Nolos dose. Like, why not (laughs) still have a spinoff with Kate? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I like, I also barely remember Evie's, I mean, Daisy's book. Um, but like, I've seen like quotes from it since. And I'm like, oh, actually, like, I think that I would really like it. I think the reason that it was like so that I like just didn't retain it, like, read it was like, because pure... I spent the whole time being like, why isn't this like, what the fuck? She like kisses Cam in the previous mm. book. Why the fuck isn't Cam? Like, it just felt so random. Also, Daisy's always feels like she's like supposed to be sixteen. Like I know she's not, but like I she know. feels like a baby. Like I'm like yeah, I. <laughs> she really does. Well, okay, first of all, does it even mention the cam kiss? Is it like, oh, I had my yeah. first kiss? Yeah, she she thinks about it like once. She's like, yeah, yeah, I had like a. Daisy does seem like she's sixteen in every way. I kept thinking this all the last book, except the way she talks. Like she's constantly saying shit like "dear" and like I don't know, just all yeah. feels very out of place. It's giving like Alice Cullen in a way. <laughs> but like also talking like an actual grandmother like in twilight they say that they talk like grandparents but like i don't really see evidence of that right yeah but like an actual grand like yeah very like uh but now we have the deal the yeah the it's deal. the deal there's a lot of different gimmicks like going on in this it's, it's really throwing everything at the wall yeah, this this deal, which is I'm pretty sure in the summary of the book, like it's on the back cover copy. It comes at the fifty percent mark. 
Right. Like we're halfway through the book by the time they do this. Right. It's weird. Yeah. But basically it's when Evie's like, you were with a fucking prostitute for two hours. Like, I'm never going to sleep with you. And he's like, please sleep with me. And she's like, He's like, I wasn't with a prostitute. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Caught me red-handed. We were banging on the counter. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. So, but she's like, really wasn't him. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, it's because I don't want to sleep with you because, um, like, you're never going to be faithful to me. So, like, fuck you. And he's like, I can be, I I can be faithful. Wasn't me. He's like, just because I've never tried doesn't mean I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah. If I wanted to, I could. And she's like, well, fine. Like, don't sleep with anyone for three months, and then like, I'll sleep with you. Well, at first she's like six months and then yeah, he negotiates it down to down. three because he's like, I'm Sebastian Lord St. Vincent. I can't be celibate. Everybody knows that. I know. We have that like, he's like, it's bad for your health. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, masturbation is a thing. Like, right. if you're really so concerned about the buildup of sperm, like, just. Well, that's masturbate. what I assume. I immediately assumed that that meant he wasn't allowed to masturbate or something. I don't think Evie even knows what masturbation is. That's a great point. I that's a great point. But then, so yeah, they make the deal and he takes the ring that she's been, like the wedding ring, and he just like Mm -hmm. slips it away. So like file that away for later. And she, right before that, she's like, you're not nearly the villain that you pretend to be. And he's like, yes, I am. Yeah, I know. He's constantly like, I have a reputation to maintain, damn it. Literally throughout the entire book, everyone's like, wow, like, wow, you really care about Evie. You're like, wow, like you're like really caring about this club or whatever. He's like, what? No, I don't. Fuck you. Fuck you. And then he like says something sassy. That's why he has so many lines because he's constantly trying to deflect and distract. <laughs> deflect and distract. Yeah. And then they start kissing and he's like, that wasn't in your rules. Like, I'm allowed to kiss you. In the, yeah, quote, file in that the away. joint cavern of their mouths, which I just. Ugh, oh, like, that's such horrible. A bad... I hate, I hate yeah. that. I hate that. And then, and then they, immediately... had the, they had the funeral. Oh, sorry. No. Oh, yeah. I was going to say he admits that he's jealous and he immediately like starts trying to make her live somewhere else beside the club, besides the club to like. Basically, to because he's like, what are these feelings? Like, I feel sick. I yeah. need to like get her away from me. <laughs> so it's Ivajena's funeral. Um, and the only the only part of that is that like um, Cam pours brandy on Ivo's grave because it's like a Romani tradition allegedly. And the priest is like, how dare you defile the graveyard with your cheap spirits? And Sebastian is like, excuse me, they're not cheap. They're actually very expensive, Brandy. I'll send you like, a bottle. Priest. Yeah, he's like, to bother. don't me. worry. Don't worry, Father. I'll send you a bottle. And the priest is like, oh, okay, well, very well, fine. As long as I'm getting a bottle <laughs> if you insist. of a $1,200 Brandy. <laughs> but yeah. Sebastian, once again, is like, no, no, do not. Do, don't insult yeah. my Brandy like that. That was actually really expensive. Also, Canon Evie is a true winter because apparently she looks great in black, according to Sebastian. Yes. He's like, black yes, washes with the lab. She looks great. Yeah. She tracks. She has like the pale skin and the like, yeah. We also get a Joss Bullard death threat. So like he pops up again. He pops He's up like, I'm going to kill like, her. Pulling the gun out of the pocket. I actually, I'm picturing um, in Adventures in Babysitting, one of the men at the tree at the bus station with Brenda, who's <laughs> like standing at the corner, and, like basically flashing her with a gun and like doing the eyebrows. Like, <laughs> do you want to buy a sundial? <laughs> That's basically Joss Bullard. <laughs> but like with syphilis, And what makes and, like, it even more dramatic is that he says this when like cam follows him after the funeral he follows him into like 
the smoky alleyways of yeah, like the, the pores. Yeah. And so you just like he's like you just hears like Joss Bullard's like voice like in the mist. <laughs> he's like, I'll get her. Yeah, I'll get you, my pretty. Yeah, he doesn't even like fully show himself. Yeah, they randomly have like lines for random like sad prostitutes. It's really I guess she's like this is world building, which like fair enough. It's just yeah, it's also yeah. the early, the er- the earlier romance thing of like having other perspectives besides the two main characters, because mm. like we get a lot of Cam in this, and, and that's how Daisy. you get the Cam and Daisy kiss because that's Daisy so gets true. like a little scene. Yeah, did she do that in the last books? She did that somewhat. There's like little lines where to be like Simon looked at Westcliff and knew that he was being a liar, liar, pants on fire about how he felt about Lillian mm. and like stuff like that. But like I don't know that there was like all like these that like much of it. Scenes. Little sojourns, yeah, yeah. And they never find out, yeah, yeah. So then like Cam is we have like a little fight because Cam is like I feel like I'm picturing it as like a montage. Like Cam is like teaching Sebastian how to fight dirty so that he can like be respected at the club yes but you it's gotta because... punch lots of my balls or you're never gonna make it around here kids. Yes. but it's because they they there's a fight that breaks out between the carpenters like doing some work on like renovations on the right. club so they get drink or whatever and saint vincent has to go and break it up and like he does it but like he doesn't do it as fat like cam's once again narrating from the sidelines and evie's like go help him and he's like no no like he needs they need to respect him <laughs> but yeah. and evie is like i mean like St. Vincent is like large and like, you know, he knows kind of about fighting, but he just doesn't have the appetite for violence that like my father and like other men have. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ma'am, do you understand like how many people he's threatened to kill in this book, including her? At the beginning, he's like, if you back out, I'm going to strangle you. And like, we know that he's not going to follow through. But I was like, Evie. (laughs) Isn't that just like a figure of speech? (laughs) But like he also yeah, threatened, threatened to like disembowel. To well, yeah, she's like he's threatening Eustace. it, but I know that he has like nothing to back it up. He has zero skill. <laughs> yeah, I was, but like, I'm like, I, I think he has like a little bit, a little bit of a taste for violence, like a little. Yeah, bit. but like no talent for it. I think is what she's picking up. No, on. no, she thinks it's the taste. Mm-hmm. She's like, he could learn, but he just doesn't have that innate like need to fight <laughs> the way like other people did. Right. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so then Daisy and Annabelle, Annabelle come and visit Evie, and then we get the plot irrelevant Daisy Cam kiss, where she like goes in a secret passageway and like fucking... which would have been so would like they would have been so hot together. I didn't remember how. It just would have made sense. Like I, it would have made so much more sense. Like I mean, obviously yeah. she was like literally setting it up. It's just like silly, yeah. but whatever whatever i like you know what i think we need a we need a withheld withhold judgment on matthew swift who's um daisy's actual turns out daisy's love interest that's you know what that's the thing that annoys me the most that matthew's that every other love interest was someone that had been introduced that was already part of the world right and daisy's because she switched isn't he's like this guy from america Hmm. and it's like this enemies to let like I like him as a hero, but that I think that's what annoyed me the most. That it just felt disconnected just because it's like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Evie and Sebastian play billiards, mm-hmm. and obviously by play billiards, I mean play billiards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you didn't say where I could get you. Yeah, 
that doesn't break the bargain. Yeah, yeah. He eats her out, and he's like, "You didn't yeah. say that I couldn't kiss her pussy." <laughs> and he's like, lifts up her skirts, and he's like, "Hold these, keep those out of the way. <laughs> like I'm going in." Ew. Okay. Enough. Um. <laughs> um. Okay. So then Westliff shows up, and basically wait before like- that. Sorry, we have the best line. That's that's that's. Is it love or do I have an illness? Where. St. Vincent just having he's just like inner thoughts he's like yeah I'm working on the club like I'm really into it but like he felt invaded by something some sort of ardent disquiet that felt like a sickness <laughs> every time he thought of Evie <laughs> yeah it's really bold sir <laughs> so then Westliff shows up to like check on Evie at Lillian's demand and they're kind of talking yeah and like Westliff is like well you do really it's something like you you do really care about Evie don't you like I'm on to you and St. Vincent is like no I don't care about her and Evie like storms off and Sebastian's like hold on like let me go get her and that's when she's like walking through the club and when Bullard shows up yeah wait wait sorry before that before we sorry before he shoots her Westliff shows up and he's like you can come stay with me Evie like if you've been coerced into doing like Lillian says you can come here and Sebastian I was just telling my wife she had to leave St. Vincent is like not on my watch she can't leave what are you talking about (laughs) like and he's also like Sebastian's just like such a sad little boy this whole scene because he's like oh I threw away my friendship with Westcliff and I really miss Westcliff he was my best friend and I miss talking to someone who knew me so well and like this is when Evie drops the like well don't worry Westcliff like she's trying to repair it and she's like well I'm sure he wouldn't have kidnapped Lillian if he knew how much you loved her like as if that's like that's the the crux of the matter right (laughs) like yeah it's really bold yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah but she's like she's like lord saint vincent has been nothing but kind to me and then sebastian's like she's lying of course and that like this whole conversation right. is evie and westliff are just like talking and like they're like be quiet sebastian like the adults are talking and right. sebastian is like so mad <laughs> because he's like no i don't <laughs> have feelings <laughs> okay and now evie now. goes off and she gets Bullard, who's like the the man who tried to sell her to the uncles, who used to work at the club, who's now like run off, also her tries to brother. shoot her from the balcony. It's like it's like a fucking like Phantom of the Opera shit. What I picture Phantom of the yeah, Opera. Yeah, but Sebastian. But Sebastian dives on top of her and gets shot instead because he does love her. He does love her, but like I'm so obsessed with this. Oh, and once again, Westcliff comes to the rescue. He's like ripping off his shirt and like putting pressure on the wound. Like he's this man just like is constantly saving his friends from death. But I am obsessed with the fact that the whole time, while Saint Vincent is on the floor, literally bleeding out, he's still trying to like make sarcastic remarks. He's like, "Haha, Evie, you're it's rid of me like, sooner than I." <laughs> Fred. How do you feel, Fred? Or how do you feel? Which one gets his ear blown? How do you feel, it's Georgie? Fred. Oh, yeah. George. I feel saint-like. He's delirious. I feel holy. Get it? <laughs> holy. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> and then, okay, so yeah, he's like he's like dying. He has fucking blood poisoning, which I don't really think you can come back from. But the doctor is like, he, we need to, we need to bloodlet him. Oh my god! And Saint Vincent is like no, and Evie's like finally like no, and good on him. What? 
Listen, I need to bring her back. Remember how I said that I did a conversion between pints and gallons while reading this book? Here it is. The doctor's like, <laughs> I'm going to bloodlet him, but I'm not going to take any more than four pints. Do you know what percentage of the blood in the human body four pints is? Um, let me think. Isn't it like we have like 32 pints or something? Is that an eighth? Rachel, it's a third of your blood. Oh, <laughs> And that is, and that is for like an especially large person. That is like Over the max amount is, of blood. He is an especially large person. I know, but I'm saying for is, like a even yeah. like a smaller. Like, Over what time period? Is, is it just like a little drip, drip, drip though? Or do you yes, think she but, just like didn't research it enough? That's a third of your blood. No, I think the doctors are just insane, and that's why so many people died from bloodletting because they were like, "Yeah, let's get the well, poison." You're out. Die from bloodletting no matter what because like it's fucking like you're weakening you and also like increases the chance for infection. Yes, I know, but I'm saying like, yeah, but over what time <laughs> period? You know what I mean? Because your blood, blood does like replenish. Yeah, that's insane. You know, it's a third of your blood. But luckily, Evie says no, no, it is written, and then Cam pops yes. in with like, "What about this Roma healing herb?" And then, yeah, well, Cam's like, here's some actual like, medicine. Well, what about some tree sap or like whatever the fuck? Basically, um, they're all basically like Cam is like, I, my grandma said this. And Lillian is like, my childhood mm-hmm. nurse said this. Yeah. And Westcliff is like, my housekeeper. And basically the lesson of the day is like, in this area, don't listen to men no. when they tell, give you medical advice. Only listen to women. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was the take. Women are the only competent yeah. doctors yeah in this in this thing yeah for the sure. whole sickbed scene though is wonderful not just because a evie realizes that sebastian that vincent sebastian has been wearing the ring on a necklace around his neck and he's like i just don't want to lose it like don't read into it don't read into the fact that i'm wearing a, your <laughs> wedding ring as a necklace like it means nothing and um also like Evie's like trying to get him to eat and like drink water, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he resented it when her praise gave him a ripple of pleasure. He, she's <laughs> like, good, good. Eat some soup. Yeah. And then he keeps like ringing the bell so that she'll like come back and hang out with him more. Yeah. Like, well, that's after he gets better. After he yeah. gets better. And then someone has a thought. It could be Cam, but someone at, at some point is like, St. Vincent has against all odds learned to care about someone more than himself. yeah so they say they get better lillian has suddenly has a strong bronx bronx accent i just want to say um yeah it was a weird choice that mary jane wells made like i already thought the american accent was a little bit weird for lillian and daisy but i just attributed that to the fact that mary jane wells is british and also like they're supposed to be old-timey americans i was like whatever Mm -hmm. but suddenly in this book she has like a real like it's not crazy it's not like a staten island accent do it but it's like no i can't i can't but i just maybe because i was listening to it so fast well only like half the words were like like they she just added like a stronger accent than Lillian had in the last book and it was like very much not even like an upper class New York That's really accent. funny what other book did that what other book did that happen with that we were talking about oh Zenny where it was a British man doing no the no entire- no I'm talking no I remember that but I'm talking specifically where like a character's accent kept changing throughout like the series oh Maybe I'm just thinking of Akatar when they would like change random like monsters pronunciations names. Maybe. 
like specifically the the bog or something that's the call oh, like bog monster the boggy yeah, yeah the boggy the bogey. bogey yeah i don't know anyway yeah um <laughs> listen yes. i respect it like why not to mix things up for your own amusement. yeah <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah so then evie makes once he's better evie makes him lose the bet by yes. so because him. he he's keeps like, ringing there. yeah he keeps yeah. ringing the bell and honestly, it was very relatable that Saint that Sebastian was reacting to people like caring about his well-being and like taking care of him by just being as annoying as possible in order to like scare him away. I was like very mm-hmm. relatable. I really, I really uh, do appreciate that. And I realized I've been thinking of that this whole book, but I really did realize like Lord of Scoundrels walked so Devil and Winter could run, like. Dane from Lord of Scandals, who also happens to be named Sebastian. There's just something about historical romance heroes named Sebastian. Like, if you're a historical romance author, like, you know, you got to save that for like a really special, like a really. Like, which one is, remind me which one that one is? Lord of Scandals is the one where she shoots him and he has like the little urchin bastard child and he has a big nose and is very ugly. And they're in Paris. Jessica Trent. Yeah. Yes. 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 The Paris. Yes. Yeah, I was reminded of that one a few times here. It's very like in this book. It's very much the same kind of hero. Like my mama died slash abandoned me, and now I am afraid to love. But yeah, it's always the hero's name Sebastian, and that's even like Sarah McLean. I think she said on her podcast once she was like, um, "Yeah, I haven't named like a hero Sebastian, and it's because like, I'm really like." Serious. She's like, I'm waiting. Like, I got to reserve it. <laughs> like, write the whole book and then, like, go back and, like, control, replace it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they lose so the bet. Then yeah. he finally apologizes to Lillian Westcliff, like, after they save his life, which is bold. It's a hot take. I thought he, like, kind of did. Yeah, I guess he didn't really. He already Westliff. kind of apologized yeah. to Westcliff. But then he does it to Westcliff and Lillian. And at this point. What? But the whole. We just. We can't skip over it. We can't just, like, zoom past Evie making her lose him lose the bet because he's so he's so like no not not my greatest my greatest desire like i'll lose the bet like you can't you can't do this and she's like yeah we can and then just the whole time he's like no no (laughs) no and she also crawls up his body like a sun-warmed lioness um and when he's still complaining he's like oh stop it sebastian i didn't make such a fuss after a wedding and i was a virgin (laughs) she's like something a little baby yeah and then he puts the ring back on. Mm, yeah. So at, at this point, I was like, how is there still like over an hour of this book left? Like, it seems like everything's been pretty much wrapped up. And then I remember that like, oh, Bullard still hasn't been caught, which yeah. feels like could have just happened at the club. Didn't. Like, this didn't need yeah. to keep like we could wrap this up pretty quick because like basically all that happens is like they go they they go check on Bullard. He's like in the insane asylum, in the hospital. And they're like, oh, he died. <laughs> He's dead. Like, here you go. <laughs> and they're like, okay, good. All wrapped up. And then crazy ass Bullard shows up in Evie's room. Because he has threatening to kill her. And it turns out that, yeah, he is like actually Evie's half brother. And yeah, he has he has the sif. He's got the clap, not the clap. He has he has syphilis, which makes you go insane <laughs> and makes your nose crumble off in case you're he has the pox. He has the pox upon but, you. Yeah, what I what I <laughs> learned though is that the pox isn't just for syphilis, that there were multiple types of poxes. Because mm, like when when, when Sebastian and like Marcus were like investigating, no, yeah. but like yeah, because they're like he has the pox, and they're like which which pox? Like I need you to be a little more specific, right? I thought the pox was just Sif, 
Like, well, there's chicken pox. And I know, but I thought it was pox. like smallpox and chicken. Like, I thought it was like you said smallpox and chicken pox, yeah. but like the pox was syphilis. Yeah. Evidently not. Um, so like they end up, Cam ends up having to kill Bullard. Like they're telling him that to like let Evie go and then like Cam shoots him, which like again, perfect setup for the next book. Like that's his like trauma that he's working towards because like Cam and yeah. Bullard describe as like as like warring siblings. It's, like they basically like they grew up together. Yeah, they were, like, he had to kill his brother. Competitive, but like they were friends. Yeah, like they were like, yeah, like brothers. Um, literally would have been such a great setup. And it's is it I guess it's probably not wasted. It's probably used in the I book. don't know about that. You have read that book though? I've read that book, but I read it a long time ago and I only read it once. And it's just take place but like a I while don't, after. Like, I don't recall. There's a little bit of a time gap. Because there's a time gap between this one and Daisy's book. Because at the end of this book, Lillian is like, you know, I'm going to give birth. Lillian Annabelle. There wouldn't be a time gap if it had been Cam, though, I feel like. Yes. But uh, no, it's Lillian. And in the epilogue, Lillian's like, I'm also pregnant. And she's like, by the summer, I'm going to have a kid. Which doesn't make sense because, oh, no, it does. Because she has the kid in Daisy's book. So there's like a six-month gap. Or like a nine month, like whatever. Oh, so not really that much of a gap, but yeah. I don't know how much of a gap is between Cam and hmm. Cam's book. Like, I don't know. But yeah, they're saved. Joss is dead. Sad, sad. And St. Vincent is like, I have so many feelings, Evie. You have to leave. I can't handle these feelings. And, and she's Evie's, like, no. Evie's <laughs> like, shh. Be he's cool, like be cool <laughs> fine i love you be cool for like two seconds yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah she, literally her the entire book like he's freaking out about <laughs> something and she's like can you just can you just simmer be down cool for a sec like, yeah <laughs> yeah the end the end it's devil of winter yay i liked it a lot more than the first time i read it the first time i read it i was just angry the entire time yeah because you weren't used to like the the standard the bar was still high no, the bar yeah. is in hell. The bar, the bar is in hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Catskill. I feel like off the charts. Probably, yeah. Like I, you picked up on more cat references than I did, but I, I feel like even more. Like Saint Vincent is very much a cat. Yeah, like he's a tiger, and Evie is a lioness. He's like like that's a literally scared, long-haired book. Chihuahua, but that like likes to go on walks, but. It's easily tired, has to be carried home. <laughs> it's like loyal to like one person. Yeah. <laughs> Would sell you down the river for <laughs> treats. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one, nine, eight. Interesting. I just feel like I've given a lot of nines recently. Yeah, that's my thing is that you gave both It Happened One Autumn and Secrets of a Summer Night like a not like they had 8.5 and 8.75. Really? And I feel like this book was way more. And I was the lower one on those books. And now you're the lower one. I don't know. This is certainly a choice by you. <laughs> it's just what I feel. <laughs> this is certainly a choice it's the that way you have I feel. Made. <laughs> Um, maybe you have this if, <laughs> and it's, hey, that's what's, it's sure making you go insane. Bacterial, yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. All right. Fine. 8.5. Okay. Whatever. 
<laughs> Sorry. Really hey, it's keeping our average steady, you know? I knew you were going to be. Why didn't you give it a 10? Because it wasn't. Because there was um, no cat character. It wasn't Ice Planet Barbarians. <laughs> it was no Ice there, Planet if Barbarians. If there had been a pet cat, it yeah, would have been a 10. Little pet cat. None of them have pets. Well, Westcliff has dogs, but they're kind of just like mentioned. Hunting dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Runners. Done a runner. Okay. Okay. Rachel. Um, No, Allison. Where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at We Read It One Night on Twitter at We Read It Podcast. You can email us, We Read It One Night at gmail.com. You can leave us a rating and review, which you're going to do right now. And since this was a listener suggestion, you're going to leave another listener suggestion of your own in your rating and review. And you may or may not get priority in your listener's suggestion if it's in your rating and review. Check out our Etsy shop, Evelyn Adelaide, and buy us a coffee in the link in the description to support the show. Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed.